a.m. on the morning of Wednesday, October the 13th. A man in his 40s was taken to hospital with serious injuries after the assault, while a 32-year-old man was arrested at the scene. The arrested man, Nathaniel Nuttall from Moncton, was subsequently charged with Section 18 assault before appearing before Tenetley Magistrates on the morning of Friday, October the 15th. The police said anyone with information that could help officers with their investigation is asked to report it to David Powers Police by emailing 101 at davidpowerspolice.pnn.police.uk or by calling 101. If you are deaf, hard of hearing or speech impaired, text the non-emergency number of 07811 Milford Youth Matters has announced it will shortly be opening a pop-up shop within Milford Haven, which will be open for approximately four months. The opening day of the pop-up shop is expected to be within the first weeks of November, where donated items will be taken in and distributed. People are asked to donate items to the shop, including school uniforms, sports clothing, sports equipment, coats and school bags, shoes, trainers and football boots. The Milford Haven-based youth charity said the funds generated will be reinvested into exciting opportunities and support for young people. For more information, contact Milford Youth Matters on 01646 663137. Supermarket giant Aldi has announced that it's targeting sites to open new stores in Wales, including Tembi. The German discount chain has revealed that it will open 100 new stores across the UK over the next two years. It has pledged to invest £1.3 billion by 2023 in a bid to further grow its retail estate, as it continues to push ahead with plans to open an average of one new store a week. Aldi, which now has more than 920 scores across the UK, is searching for free hold town centre or edge of centre sites suitable for property development. The supermarket says it's on the lookout for sites that are big enough to accommodate a 20,000 square feet store and around 100 dedicated parking spaces. David Powers police officers are appealing for information after a report of two vans and an outbuilding being broken into in Milford Haven. The vans and outbuilding were broken into on Vaynor Road in the town and had several hundred pounds worth of goods taken from it. The offence occurred at some time overnight between Tuesday October the 12th and Wednesday October the 13th. Items including tools, cash and bicycles were stolen. Following inquiries, two men have been arrested on suspicion of burglary and theft. The 20-year-old and 23-year-old, both from the Milford Haven area, remain in police custody at this time. And finally, in football, Haverford West County have crashed out of the JD Welsh Cup after a 3-1 round of 16 defeat at the hands of Barla Town at the Augie Bridge Meadow Stadium. Chris Venables scored a six-minute hat-trick as the visitors progressed to the quarter-finals of the Cup. Barla's number 25 got his first in the 54th minute when Paul Rutherford's in-swinging free-kick found the striker who headed home at the near post. It was only two minutes later when, while on the floor, Venables scrambled the ball into the corner of the goal at the far post from across. And on the hour mark, he claimed the match ball as Sean Smith's inch-perfect free-kick from the halfway line connected with Venables, who headed a cross-goal into the far corner for his hat-trick. Mason Jones-Thomas's perfectly placed ferocious shot into the top right corner cheered the crowd, but ended up being a mere consolation. The final result, however, West County 1, Barla Town 3. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with this me, Kimmy Thomas. This is Pure West Radio, across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio weather. Or oh, sorry, Plinhoundar even. I'm not used to being on the radio this late into the afternoon, but I'm here sitting in for H on Second Chance Sunday, and here's your kind of your outlook. 
Uh, the rest of the day it's going to be mostly dry day with variable cloud cover, but there is a chance of some occasional spells of rain. Hmm. Turning breezy and cloudy on Monday with a band of rain spreading in from the west during the second half of the day. The rain could fall heavy at times. Spells of rain will continue into Tuesday. Oh, gosh. This is Pure West Radio. Good people, where have they gone? It is Sunday, 
early evening, late afternoon. I don't know where four four o'clock falls into because I'm I'm the early breakfast guy, Monday through to Friday, six to eight, and I've also been doing the Saturday morning breakfast show as well, eight till I was eight till one yesterday. So that means that I'll by the end of this upcoming week from tomorrow, I'll have done thirteen days on the radio. <laughs> Go me. And I'm quite fortunate on Only Breakfast because I get to speak to lots of different people and I also got to host the Pure Sports Show in the week just gone as well. And this show is about catching up on things that you may have missed. Of course, there's plenty that you've missed. And if you do want to listen to everything, you can go to our podcasts, purewestradio.com for the catch up on your favourite shows. But I've picked a selection of some of my favourite that I've been involved in this week. And you know what, we're going to start off with talking with a rugby legend. Then we're going to acknowledge World Arthritis Day that took place on Tuesday the 12th and what you can do to support that movement. And also, Friday was Shemai Day and we've opened a competition. So if you want more information on the competition, you're going to have to keep listening Uh, It's only an hour, so I'm going to quickly press play on this one. But we had former Welsh international Mike Phillips on the Pure Sports Show. He's got a book coming out on October the 22nd, not very far away. And here's what Mike had to say about it. Like when you have to look back, is it easy? Do things come flooding back? Or do you have to think quite deeply and hard sometimes to pinpoint certain things and to remember certain things? Yeah, I mean, it, it was hard at times. And I think one thing I found was, if I would go for a run, then things would come back in my my yeah. mind and I, I would start, I don't know, maybe it's just so good. Obviously, exercise is so good for you and it sort of just fired up my brain again and I started remembering things and stories. And and yeah, I mean, there's so much has gone on and it's, looking back, it, it, it's, you know, it happened so quickly as well. I mean, I, I remember just starting off playing down in Whitland and, um, you know, and it just, it's gone so quickly and it's tough to remember, but yeah, you have these conversations and, and the process took quite a while, really. So um, you just quickly write down things constantly when something pops in your brain and uh, uh, and then you try to forget it. I tried to remember it, sorry. So, yeah, it was a, it was quite a tough process, that. But, um, yeah, because so much has come and gone and, you know, it's... Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a good challenge. Sure. Uh, last question for a pass on the Gordon. You, have you made sure you mentioned... Paul Kirk and Aaron Thomas. I know they'll be arguing and bragging over it in the clubhouse if you have. Yeah, I mean, um, how the how the game came about. I mean, we're we're doing an, I'm doing an event in Whitland, and Paul yeah. just said, oh, "I don't suppose you fancy playing on Saturday." We're a bit short, <laughs> and, and because I'd been doing a fair bit of training actually more than normal, and I thought, you know what, yeah. Um, I'll do that because obviously with what's what's gone on and you know it's been tough forever, hasn't it? Yeah. And hopefully we can just um have a big crowd there and, and you know the club can do well and um yeah. you know it can um yeah, just enjoy it and it's it's nice for me to say thank you to everyone as well. Yeah. It's really been great to me and um yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it now. Mike, you've had a, an illustrious career starting out as a, a back row forward, I believe, as well. Uh, and then moving into the pro ranks into scrum half position, and uh, to be fair, you you were fantastic for at least a decade. What is the standout moment for you, Mike, playing for your country and obviously the Lions? Is it a real standout moment that you look back on with real pride? 
Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the winning moments is, you know, they're obviously precious and, you you know, the Grand Slams to be part of. And um, funnily enough, I think the Lions Tour, I probably played better in 09 than I did in 2013 because I, I was carrying an injury and I kind of talk about it in the book a lot, really. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, 2009 was, was important to me because I kind of, we were playing against the world champions, South Africa away, and it was a, I think um, I was probably, you know, still kind of new to the international scene, really. And it was a way of me to sort of show the world that I was good enough to go up against the best in the world. So mm. I was really pleased with the way I performed there. So, um, but yeah, you know, the Grand Slam moments, uh, the England win in Cardiff in 2013. That was brilliant. What an atmosphere that day was. Yeah. Uh, we, won the, we won the championship in the end. So, yeah, so many... Uh, so many good memories. What, what about um, scoring that try at Twickenham? Like I remember that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, Mike, this isn't your first time coming out of retirement. You were relaxing at home in Dubai, and uh, you were a call from from the Scarlets uh, not not so many years ago. How did that come about? And you ended up actually starting the second game, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually seen Steve Jones today and I we were all sat together, me, uh, Shane Williams, James Hockley, Byrne, and we were discussing our coffee thing that we got going on. And Steve came in and, uh, yeah, I said to him, oh, come on now, Steve, you've got to pick us for this autumn series now. Um, <laughs> and you um, weren't joking, Mike. <laughs> no, I wasn't, no. <laughs> but um, how that came about was, yeah, again, a phone call from Steve um because the, the, the Scarlets were going down to South Africa, they'd had a few injuries, and they just wanted me to. They basically do want to come and sit on the bench for two games. Mm. And uh, at that point, I'd, I'd retired and I hadn't done much training. Um, I'd done more training for this Whitland game than that game. <laughs> I, I, I promise. Um, and so, yeah, that was brilliant. I ended up playing a lot more than what I thought because. There was an injury and, and I got on the field uh, at halftime when we won, we won the first game. Um, but that was great. It was a great experience. And Wayne Pivak was head coach. And it's been great to see him go on and, and be a success with Wales last year. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, it was it was nice to wear the Scarlet jersey as well. And, um, you know, for, for the last time. And, and that was nice. You talk about retirement, uh, Mike, but it's difficult being a sports person, you know, to completely pull yourself away from the game. And I know you've been busy doing the book and everything, but what does the future hold for Mike Phillips? And, you know, what are you looking forward to do in the future? Yeah, it Play is. Play for Whitland every week or? <laughs> <laughs> Once well, Kirky gets older. <laughs> yeah. If the money's there, if the money's there. Uh, <laughs> the, um, it's tough, you know, because ever since you're a young kid, the dream, you know, the long term goal has always been to play for Wales. And, and, and you, you know, you go on a journey then and you try to make that happen. And, and that's the focal point, isn't it? And, yeah. and I guess, yeah, it's, it's difficult. You have got to reassess things and make sure, you know, I've, I've got. Two, two young boys and I guess it's um, you know it's being a dad and being a, the best version of yourself it's um, I started off a rugby academy I kind of got into coaching um, COVID didn't really help that but yeah I'm always re refocusing I'm working on a couple of TV things in Dubai and things so um, working on a documentary at the minute uh, so yeah trying to keep busy and trying to yeah, yeah. you know always sort of um, yeah, trying to be as busy as I can at the, 
short-term goal now is obviously promote this book as much as I can and then we'll go on from there. Um, Mike, you, you talk about the book and so so on and, and you said you've had a tremendous career. You've had like everyone, you've had flashpoints and low points as well. And I know sometimes public perception can be wrong in it. You always come across a very self-confident individual. You like to joke about that and play up to that sometimes as well. But was there any point in your career, whether it be maybe your Wales career or your club career at any point where you had serious doubts, where you really wondered what the next step was going to be and where you were heading? <laughs> um, You're going to say well, no yeah. now, aren't you? <laughs> no, you know, like, it's, you, you, I was always my biggest critic as well, you know, so yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you have to be, I think. Otherwise, that's how you, you know, I was never really happy the way I played because and that's how you push yourself forward you've got to be quite careful with that because it can't be too damaging but you've got to you know you've got to be careful but um yeah very, very, I was very harsh on myself at times but that's how you push yourself forward I always wanted to achieve more and to play better and um you know that's always wanted to win and, and you know it was um I guess I was very driven um you know to to be a success uh, but doubts, I mean, I kind of quickly found out that you've got to really back yourself internationally. You know, you're playing in front, of, in front of millions of people. You're playing against the best players in the world. You've really got to believe in yourself. And even if you've, you know, if there's doubts, you, you've got to put them, put them aside and you've got to, you know, you get your confidence from your preparation and, and the work ethic you put in. And, and, you know, so, yeah, there's, you know, but I think I quickly learned that, um you've got to believe in yourself otherwise you're in the wrong place so yeah uh, obviously you played under a number of uh, coaches mike um was there anybody in particular that stood out to motivate yourself and teams that you played for yeah but another coach i met today was die young actually and um i met everyone today um <laughs> he, he was fantastic and i think I think I like to take something from every coach, you know, and I think that yeah. Di was Di was a great coach to me. I think he he got he knew me as a person. He had a good sense of humour. Um, you know, he kind of um, got the best out of me. He trusted me. Um, yeah, you know, Sean Edwards was fantastic. You know, Sean Edwards still to this day would text me and yeah, um, just to see how I am, you know, and it goes a long way. Those little things, you know, when yeah. I retired. He, he, Every time I was injured, he'd call, you know, to see if I was all right. And, you know, those little things which people, you know, um, they go a long, long way, don't they? So, um, yeah, so many good coaches. You know, Gareth Jenkins at the start was a fantastic motivator. Um, they Everyone seemed to have something different. And, yeah. You know, you just try and pick off something, you know. Um, you know, you don't agree with all of them sometimes, but that's no. just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, just, that's just normal as well you know but no you know it's um yeah you try and take bits from everyone really and grow do you look back with a sense of pride maybe mike that you you almost broke the mold for what a stereotypical scrum half was i know the game has changed now it's evolving all the time at the time you were coming through for example you had dwayne peel alongside you in the scarlet and the welsh shepherd as well and, and that was sort of the mold for international scrum halves it was more the small technical quick if you like and then you look at Wales from after four that maybe not so much Rob Howley but Robert Jones and people like that were of that mould as well do you think it's more difficult for you to come in with your height with your stature and your physicality as a scrum off to break through and, and do you see a sense of pride yeah. that you were able to do that oh massively yeah because um yes it was a at times a hindrance you know to be so tall wasn't it but yeah. I think I just was adamant to, to 
to do it because people said that I wouldn't ever make it and I was too tall and I was this and that. So then that just drives you on even more, doesn't it, to prove mm-hmm. people wrong. So, um, but I know I could add good value in what I was doing. And um, and then when the likes of Gatlin and Sean came, they could see the, what I was bringing to the squad and, you know, perhaps, um, you know, defensively as well. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I just kind of felt that I would always add value to to whatever team I was playing for, really. And, you know, I really wanted to win, you know, more than anything, which was valuable as well. Yeah, you say small scrum ass, but you do remember Terry Holmes as well, Mike. He, and I, I see you coming out of his mould. In fact, I think you're better than Terry Holmes. And that I really do. You, you had a great career. Terry Holmes didn't do quite as much as what you did. So, uh, you know, brilliant. Fantastic, mate. Mike, I have to say, we have a couple of questions in for you. And firstly, we just, um, wait. well, actually, we'll, 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 I'll go to that one next. We'll start with the one that's coming from two people. What round would you back yourself to knock Fury out in? Would <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he last one with you? I don't, yeah, he'd probably last 30 seconds, I think. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like yeah, I really like him, to be honest. I like the way that he's changed his life for way around. And I think he's, you know, I think he's he's fantastic boxer, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. you know, he's he's got the skill and he's... So, yeah, he's had a, an amazing couple of fights against Wilder. So, yeah, and I like the way he's changed his life. You know, he's got, got you know, he's... Uh, Mental health issues and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done really well. Isn't he? Yeah. And on a more relevant note, a couple of people asking, Mike, about when your book tour will start and, and where they can find out more information if, it, if they want to come and get a copy and a signing, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of... I've got a uh, my agent, Nellie Williams. She's been on fire. I know she's listening, so yeah. she's organising everything. Uh, on the 21st, it's out. Uh, so the re- that's the release day, and I'll be in Swansea in Waterstones. Um, and then, yeah, if you look at my social media, then I'll put all the dates sure. because we're trying to yeah. uh, go as many places, you know, get to as many places as possible. And um, yeah, so um, yeah, it'd be easier to do it that way, I think. And and you've called it half truth, but I assume that's ironic and you, you'll be bearing all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but hopefully it'll be turned into a movie and. Uh, <laughs> Who's going to play Mike Phillips? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. No clue. Mike, Mike Phillips. Mike Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, we should be down anyway in Whitland on the, the 20th. I think it's against Aberystwyth who you've got, Mike. I don't know if, you, if you're yeah. going to be picked at nine or um, <laughs> you'll be needed elsewhere. This, this is a local rugby now, remember. You don't get. You don't always get to choose. But, but no, it would yeah. be great to see I you know, down Abris was very good, apparently. So, um, decent side, yeah. I yeah, they, they got a very good scrum half, Mike. Oh, very good <laughs> scrum half. A good, <laughs> a good, a good right. centre as well, who they might want you sort. And that'll be like South Africa did on nine all over again. Yeah. yeah we, we'll we'll see have to now. come down to the book signing. I'll, I'll definitely buy a copy and you can sign it for me. Brilliant. Yeah, you have to buy. You have to buy more than one, though. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. If you pay me, I'll do it. Is it extra for <laughs> pay extra for Brilliant. photos, Mike? Is it? Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, Sadie Gascoigne, Whitland Junior is very excited to welcome Mike back. So whatever whatever happens and whatever position you play, I know that Whitland are going to be very excited to have you back. And um, you can catch up on Mike's social media and find him on the book tour. 
uh, to find out the, the whole truth and not just the half truths, which is out on the 25th of September. Gents, any last remarks? Probably October. October. Try October. October. He's selling him short already. Yeah. yeah. What he no, has. thank you for coming on, Mike. Great to have you. Brilliant. Yeah, appreciate Look forward it. to seeing you on the 23rd. Thank yeah. you very much, guys. Yeah, take care. Take care. Bye bye. Mike Phillips there catching up with the Pure West sports team on Monday night. Very, very, very cool to have him on the show. And uh, yeah, as you would have heard there, he's taking part in a Whitland rugby game against Aberystwyth. He's going to be signing books as well. So get your copy. It's called Half Truths and it's out on the 22nd of October. We're going to World Arthritis Day after Charlie Puth and attention. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award-winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Who's in the Hot Tub for your chance to win Castle Hot Tubs the friendly company big enough to cope small enough to care Get more for your money at O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646-600-858. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9pm. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties, welcome home. This is Pure West Radio. You've been running around, running around, running around, throwing that dirt all on my name. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd call you up. You've been going around, going around, going around every party in LA. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd be at one. I know that dress is karma, perfume regret You got me thinking about when you were mine And now I'm all upon you, what you expect But you're not coming home with me tonight You just want attention
symptoms you don't need an actual diagnosis to receive support from them which i think is incredible and sarah is going to explain to us just how complex arthritis is and also how you can help their campaign to make sure that people get the surgery they need to alleviate some of their signs and symptoms this is sarah greener from world arthritis day on tuesday and she was chatting with me. 22 minutes past seven this morning on Tuesday, the 12th of October, which also is World Arthritis Day. And I'm so pleased to say at the moment that I'm joined by Sarah Greener of Versus Arthritis. Good morning, Sarah. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. All the better for talking to you and learning a little bit more about arthritis. As someone that's kind of been involved in the care industry and the advice industry, it's something I've come across a little bit but not to the same extent that you have. And just want to, like, who are you, Sarah? And why are you here talking to us this morning? Um, so my name's Sarah. I'm the Pembrokeshire Services Coordinator at Versus Arthritis. Um, I started working at the organisation um, last November, um, and I absolutely love it. It's really good. Yeah. Good, good. And so you've been there relatively, well, no, last November, did you say? So it's coming up to a year already. Yeah. That's flown by. Uh, d- despite the circumstances. And the first thing off the bat, it's World Arthritis Day. And for those that might not know, just how many people are impacted by arthritis on a daily basis? So in the UK, arthritis is actually the biggest cause of disability. Um, so there are around 10 million people in the UK with arthritis. And in Wales, there are over 880,000 people with arthritis. So it is a huge number of people. That is a staggering number of people. And um, I don't think many people would have actually kind of anticipated that. The 10 million people in the UK, just shy of a million in Wales alone. Our population isn't that great here. So it's impacting a lot of people. And what is arthritis? Um, So arthritis describes pain, swelling and stiffness in one or more joints. Um, It's not actually a single condition. It actually includes many different types, such as um, conditions like gout, ankylosing spondylitis, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, psoriatic arthritis, um, and many more. But arthritis itself isn't just a single condition. It's more like an umbrella of the different conditions. And that, that, um, it's a very large umbrella at that, yes. isn't it? It's something that does encompass so many other things. And organisations like yourself versus arthritis, they're there to, to help people with 
with any of those kind of signs and symptoms is that fair to say yeah absolutely we're here to help anyone with any musculoskeletal condition including fibromyalgia lupus joint hypermobility syndrome um, and so many more as well so we're really here to help people and people don't even have to have a diagnosis to have help from us um, you know if people are experiencing pain and joints or um, fatigue we're happy to help wherever we can um, oh, so we really want to help as many people that's fantastic and we'll get on to the support that basis arthritis can can provide to people but first of all what are the the myths surrounding arthritis a lot of people think uh like the, clicking your fingers and growing old it's all part of growing old but is that's not that's not necessarily the whole picture is it no so that's actually our first myth um is that only older people get arthritis um when actually two-thirds of people with arthritis are under the age of 65 and in the UK, there are nearly 3 million people with arthritis who are under 35 as well. Um, wow. So it really is um, a condition that can affect people of any age, including children. Um, that's, that, that's, and I think that's just blown my mind. Under 35, the huge proportion there with, with arthritis as well. And of course, because it covers such a wide remit, that, that's part of the reason why, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned that was your first myth. What was your second myth? Um, the second myth is arthritis is quite often dismissed as not being serious. Um, whereas eight out of 10 people who have arthritis actually experience pain every day, um, which has a huge impact. Um, that combined with fatigue can steal independence. It can take away ability to work, to socialize. Um, and it makes people feel like a burden. Um, and actually, many people with arthritis don't even admit to their friends and family what it's really like as well. Oh, wow. So it can become very isolating to live with the yeah. disease because you don't want to be that person that always has to say, oh, no, I, I can't today. And they might not necessarily admit to it, particularly if they are younger and that they're yeah. still expected to, to live in, in the normal way. Because yeah. there's lots of aids and adaptations that can help, like um, grip handles and things like that. Um, have you seen in the short time that you've been with the organization a kind of an increase in people being more open about it with um, with there being less of a stigma attached to disability or is it still something that people have difficulty coming to terms with? Um, it's still something people have difficulty coming to terms with. We actually have like a weekly free virtual support group for people in Pembrokeshire um, to join. And we've got sort of face to face groups sort of hoping to start soon as well. Um, and in those groups, people tend to be more open about it because, um, you know, everyone there has a form of arthritis. Um, so it is sort of it, people can share their experiences. Um, but I don't think it's quite the thing where everyone's really open about it. Yeah. No. And then you mentioned there's some support services that you have. Who, who, who are you? Like, what is the organization that you represent? And uh, tell us a little bit about how, how you can support others. Um, so the organization is Versus Arthritis. Um, Versus Arthritis is a merger of Arthritis Research UK and Arthritis Care. Um, so those charities merged a couple of years ago. Um, Versus Arthritis is across the whole country. So Wales, Northern Ireland, England and Scotland. Um, I cover Pembrokeshire, um, which I love because I've, you know, brought up in Pembrokeshire and it's very close to my heart. So I love helping people in Pembrokeshire um, and um, people we support. I work with adults. However, we do have a young person and families team who are amazing um, and they help children, um, teenagers and their families as well with arthritis. Um, but I work with adults with arthritis as well. Fantastic. And you've got a new 
a new project out at the moment, uh, the, the Kutch project. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so we work with um, Kutch stands for Communities Working Together Can Help. Um, it's funded by the Welsh Government um, and it aims to work with um, adults with arthritis along with their carers to help people really live well with arthritis. Um, we offer free support um, for adults with arthritis or any musculoskeletal condition. Um, it is across Wales, um, so there, even if you've got listeners who aren't in Pembrokeshire today, um, more than welcome to get some support. So we can offer you um, support groups, so they might be virtual, they might be face-to-face, -face, um, depending on whereabouts in Wales you are. Um, we can also offer free one-to-one -one support over the phone where you might talk to one of our volunteers, you might talk to me um, and talk sort of more in depth about things that maybe you're finding difficult. Um, and we can sort of signpost you to information, we can signpost you to other services in the county as well. Um, so we've got loads of free information booklets on our website as well that absolutely anyone can order. Um, so they're really good. So I encourage people to go on the Versus Arthritis website and have a look at the information booklets. Um, and in terms of Kutch as well, we're also having, it's really exciting at the moment because um, we're really recruiting volunteers. Um, so we've got volunteer roles across Pembrokeshire that we're looking for sort of to run or help to run support groups. Um, helping at like information stands, helping to give talks um, and sort of giving one-to-one -one support over the phone. So there really is um, so many opportunities for so many people, opportunities that you don't have to leave the house, opportunities that you might want to get out and about. Um, so it really is flexible as well. Fantastic. Um, and you just mentioned there the, the volunteer roles, that they, they don't have to be people that have had arthritis themselves. Yeah. It could just be anyone that wants to help and think they've got skills and, and expertise that, that could provide extra support for those with arthritis in the county. Yeah, and you know, we give full support and we can help training. So um, when I started, I didn't know that much about arthritis um, and I've sort of picked it up. Um, so it, you don't even have to have a lot of expertise, just um, a willingness to help um, and want to get involved. Amazing. And for those that might not have the time to volunteer to get involved at the moment, the last two years or around about two years has seen lots of elective surgeries and lots of surgeries take to take a back seat. And you've got another campaign on, on the go at the moment as well, haven't you, to try and alleviate the pain that some are suffering through surgery? Yes, absolutely. So this World Arthritis Day, we would like you to join with us to make arthritis impossible to ignore. Um, so across the UK, there are hundreds and thousands of people facing long waits for joint surgery. Um, and during these waits, lives are completely put on hold. Um, so it really needs to be a priority to tackle these urgent waiting lists. Um, so now we want you to help us um, get politicians to hold the government to account and get answers about how any new funding will be spent um, and ensure that no one left waiting for surgery is just left alone as well. So Pembrokeshire, this is where we need your help. Um, please visit um, www.versusarthritis.org forward slash my pain demands. Um, and that, if you go on there, you can send a pre-written letter to your member of the Senate. Um, so you don't have to do the work. It's already done. You can personalise it on the bottom if you've got experience, um, but there's no pressure to. And also, if you're on social media, please join in the conversation on social media today using hashtag MyPainDemands and hashtag WorldArthritisDay. 
my pain demand. So that that's your big call today for everyone to get involved, whether you have arthritis or not, whether you can volunteer or not. That's something simple that they can do is log on to that website and uh, get in touch with their MP and say what's going to happen with the, the hundreds of thousands of people in Wales yeah. that are suffering with, with, with this condition. Um, yes, absolutely. So fantastic. please do get involved and please help spread the word, um, especially on World Arthritis Day as well. Amazing. I've just put up on the screen there. If anyone would like any further information or any of the services in Wales, then they can phone the Wales team on 0800 756 3970 or email Wales support at versus arthritis dot org. Um, Sarah, is there any last words that you want to that you want to provide on this World Arthritis Day? Um, no, just that, you know, it's a great day to, start, to do some action, um, whether that's volunteering, whether that's, you know, reaching out for some support or whether it's joining us on social media with our hashtags um, or writing uh, the campaign letter. So it's a great day to get involved. Um, let's make World Arthritis Day really special. Amazing. Let's make World Arthritis Day really special. Let those millions of people in the UK know that there are those that are trying to fight their corner and un understand a little bit more as to what they're going through, because it can be uh, very mystifying that you can't see joint pain. It's not like a broken leg or anything along those lines. You can't see it. Um, and yeah, to, to know that, that people are trying to increase their understanding is going to go a long way to making sure that people feel included and less of a burden to those around them. Sarah, thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, this video is going to stay up on our on our Facebook page. It's also on our Twitter and on our YouTube as well. And if you want to listen to the whole episode, you can go back on our podcast tomorrow and listen back. And you can contact Versus Arthritis on the contact details on the screen if you go to our social media as well. So, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. And, thank uh, you, Tom. Yeah, have, have a great busy day on this World Arthritis Day. Thank you. Sarah Greener there from versus arthritis talking to me on tuesday morning which was this um world arthritis day and telling us how you can get involved with their campaign to make sure that more can be done sur surgically speaking and more timely than what it is at the moment because of course all the elective uh, procedures have have not happened for a long time now and it's causing ongoing pain and discomfort which is having knock-on mental health impacts as well so if you want to find out more, either listen back to this or find the video on Facebook as well because it was broadcast there and contact the GP and ask them what they're doing to shorten those time waits and to get people back into hospital. I've got one more interview to give to you, which I'm very excited for. It is Shamai Day. It's from Friday and it involves you and how you can get in touch as well. It's coming your way. Seven Spice! With a staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Havford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437-762-789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. That Change for Life is all about small changes to help make us and our families healthier. Like, a lot of food contains more sugar than you might think, and eating too much can make us put on weight, which may lead to heart disease, type 2 diabetes and even cancer. Making sugar swaps is a great way to stay healthy, and it's so simple. 
Instead of sweets, swap them for fruit. And for fizzy drinks, try no added sugar or sugar-free ones. Just check the label. It's easy to be food smart. For more help with sugar swaps, search Change for Life online. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. West is best on Pure West Radio.
Drive, Clean Bandit and Topic featuring Wes Nelson playing for you there. On Friday, it was Shamai Day, so Shamai to you as well. Not my thought. Is it evening yet? I don't know. But I caught up with Thomas Hopkins. It's always a pleasure. And it was very exciting this time around as well because we've launched a competition that involves you. Listen to this and see whether or not you can get those Welsh phrases. And I want them sent to me on WhatsApp. Easy peasy, 01437 764455. Save that in your phone. Go to WhatsApp and you can send me a voice note. And you might get yourself a Shamai mug. Perfect for me to say Shamai, Thomas. Ah, Shemai Tom, Shemai Tea. So, Diane Dioch. Today it is Shemai Day, and I'm wearing my, my very proud t shirt here. Uh, for those that are watching on, on social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on YouTube at the moment. And Thomas has joined me in his Welsh rugby jersey. And I am wearing, this is a birthday present from, from Gina Jones on The Breakfast Show in association with the OC wow. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland. And if you're watching us, it says, I speak Welsh. And uh, what's your what's your superpower? <laughs> ben, to get it. What a superpower I to have. I love it. It is a superpower <laughs> to have. And it is a superpower, isn't it? Speaking another language, it's actually got lots of benefits, isn't it? Oh, certainly. It keeps your brain active and you can do, you can enjoy twice the things in two languages. <laughs> yes, you can. And it really does give you a different perspective on, on life around you and how you construct your sentences. And of course, there's words that don't have a direct translation, like hiriaith. And like, um, Kinevin is a word that I came across the other day for Shemai Day as well. Do you know much about that? Yes, exactly. So yeah, there are words like that that are just very unique to us in Welsh. So Kinevin is a very important thing um, leading up to the Shemai Day because there's been Shemai stones in 15 historic locations across the county. So this has been organised by Shartariai, and So there's been many pictures of families and children with the Shumai Shirbendro stones across the 15 historic locations. So the importance of your Kenevin, where you're from, and these uh, wonderful stones being designed by Headed Hughes. That's a fantastic. And Thomas, what is Shumai Day? Why do we have it? Why do we need it? Well, I think it really brings us together and thinking that a little bit of Kamrai goes a long way. Why say hi when you could say Shumai? So this initiative started in uh, 2013. So it's a national initiative that they want people to start every conversation using Shumai. And it's a good to have it on a day, but we can try and do it every day, I think is, is the best way. But yeah, it's good to mark it yearly then in October. That's fantastic. And you've already mentioned there about the Kinevin stones around different locations mm. around around Pembrokeshire. What else has been going on? Because it's been a bit more than just Shamai Day, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of leaving up to it, really. So this whole week, there's been different events in schools I know of, organised by the education department. So children today will be dressing up as either Seren and Spark, the Welsh superheroes, or wearing Koch, as we are, or Gwyn White, or Gwyrn, to show the Welsh colours. 
and also they retreated to a virtual gig by Gwilym Bowen Rees, a Welsh folk oh, singer today. Fantastic. So also uh, Mentor Yair Benro have organised a walk, a Shumai walk today, up in Kilgeran Wildlife Centre. So hope the Tywydd is bendigedig for them to walk. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Also <laughs> tomorrow we're holding a virtual festival with different events for Welsh learners, so some yoga, and drama, so all marking the celebration of Shumai. Yeah, and that festival, it's quite a jam-packed uh, uh, day you've got planned for them as well, isn't it? Isn't it going to be like a drama reading as well? Yes, certainly. So we've got uh, chat sessions, a drama workshop, and then some yoga sessions also. So something uh, for everyone during the morning. That's fantastic. Now, for those that might be new to hearing from me and from Thomas, I'm actually learning Welsh. I started learning Welsh last year. I did the Minidiad and um, I did the, the condensed course. I did two years in one and um, I decided, you know, I'm going to do it again. So at the moment, I'm studying towards the Sylvine, the foundation level as well. And one thing that I've been doing is keeping a video diary of of, of what I've been learning over the weeks, almost like a little recap from a, from a learner's point of view. And uh, Thomas, have you seen any of them? And am I doing an okay job? Oh, you're doing a bendigedig job. It's really helpful for you to as well to explain what you've been learning. And then that helps other people also to see what you've been learning, to know what they to expect. So I noticed you've been doing the Basuni was the last yes. one you've been doing. So quite a handy phrase, isn't it? So Basuni... It's coffee i would like to do something it's just made the whole language open up and um we, we don't learn it in in minidiad because it's it incorporates lots of different mutations and the basson and the tassons or the fasens and the different bits and pieces so it really is quite a complicated two units worth but when you watch my diaries remember that i'm doing this over the course of two weeks as opposed to four weeks which is what would normally be happening with the with the normal uh with the normal course of like scheme of work but it's it's just opened up the language to make it so much more real and to have a real mm. conversation as well um which, which is fantastic so if you are interested in learning and not sure what you're going to be getting yourself into head over to youtube pure rest radio to find out and thomas can you explain a little bit about how the courses are structured at the moment as well Yes, so we're offering online classes at the moment. You can either learn for two hours a week or four hours a week, like you're doing. And then we have some classes back in the learning centres also. So we'll be hoping to provide classes for new learners in the new year, again, with the online options, but also the face-to-face -face learning at your local learning centres. So plenty of flexibility in the options there. There is. And of course, like it wouldn't be Shemai Day without trying to encourage people to be speaking the language more than just Shemai. And we, we've got something mm. up our we've got something up our sleeve, haven't we, Tom? We certainly have. So as it is Shemai Day, maybe we should set a little competition um for Pure West presenters, but also listeners as well. I think so too, Thomas. I think we should get the Pure West Radio team and the lovely public of Pembrokeshire to try and test the test their knowledge on the Welsh language. So we we've got a couple of weeks worth of uh, of of some phrases for for people to get involved with, haven't we? Yes, yes. So starting with, of course, the phrase of the day: Shemai, Shemai, Shemai. 
and then we're going to say our name. So I'd say Shemai Thomas Dewey. Shemai Thomas Dewey. Well, I'm very, very excited for this. And we've made this a bit more um, enticing for the people of Pembrokeshire because I've, I've had a little mug made up. <gasps> wow. So look at that. If you are interested in in taking part, you can get your hands. The the best learner of the week is going to get themselves a nice Shamai mug with a, with some lovely logos on the back as well. So that's all to come. And you know what? We've we've now got WhatsApp, Thomas. We wow. are we're jet setting in, into the new century. You can send in your voice notes on WhatsApp and we'll be able to listen to them and play them out on air. Bendy-gurdy. Well, there's no excuse. Everybody should have a go. Everybody should have a go. Just send in your voice note, as you normally would, to your, to your friends and family on WhatsApp. And then Tomas and I, we're going to be catching up every Thursday. And we're going to be picking our our gold star of the week, or in Welsh, Tomas? Seren Ayr Aruthnos. Seren Ayr Aruthnos. Oh, mm, it's easy sure if you can roll your eyes. There's out there. <laughs> And, and, and I have no doubt. Now, we, we did this a little bit last year with some presenters as well, and I think that you were pleasantly surprised. Oh, certainly. They really had a good go at pronouncing those words and really putting them into their shows as well. So I was very impressed with the Pure West staff. So they've set, they've set a very high standard. So hopefully they can maintain that this year too. They have. So uh, just one more time. What, what, what is that phrase, Thomas? So we're going to say Shumai and then your name. So Thomas Dewey. And then very similarly, this isn't going to be a very good example because I would say Shumai <laughs> Tom Dewey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, you can add us on WhatsApp. It's 01437 and you can send your voice notes in to us and we'll be finding out uh, and sending them off to Tomas so we can have a listen to find out who the best one is. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take it from there. In fact, we've, we've had one in, Tomas. Do, do you want, do you want to hear this? Yeah, well, we, 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 we've had a song request come in. And I know that you've got a request as well, because Friday, Thomas, is Feel Good Friday here on uh, mm-hmm. Early Breakfast. We play what, what, what you want to hear. And um, Helen's got in touch. There you go. So, we're going to have a little bit of Bronwen Lewis with Hearts My Home. But Thomas, what's your request for Feel Good Friday? Well, as it is... Not Shumai, Shumai Day. There was a song commissioned a few years ago by uh, Shumai Shirvendra, and it's called Shumai. Shumai. Yow, yeah, yeah. It goes. It's very catchy. <laughs> well, we're going to hear it right now. Yolo Selif James with Shumai. Thomas, thank you so much. We'll be speaking up with you, catching up with you next week. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want